Welcome to the Blow Your Skirt Up podcast, an ever-evolving concept inspiring you to spend your energy on things that truly blow that skirt up. Yes, queen. We've all been impacted by situationships that are, well, a little less than ideal. And we're talking all the ships, ladies. We're talking friendship, leadership, ownership, and of course, relationships. Please join us in our movement of initiating authentic conversations towards adopting a no-formula mindset, helping you to find your own blow-your-skirt-up energy. Blow your skirt up! Welcome back to Blow Your Skirt Up podcast yeet, yeet. with Haley Hiltz and Sydney Taylor. This is weird because you're actually with me in a studio. I'm so used to you being on the phone and a lot of our podcasts will be remote. So I'm just honored to look at you in your ojos. I know. It's so much easier to do it this way because we feed off of each other face to face. But anywho, what's today's topic, Haley Ann Hiltz? Well, I just want to thank you for being my friend. (laughs) (laughs) No, we always sing that little ditty and always have a cow. But we, I just wanted to go into how we met. 15 years ago, and the badass friendship that we have put the work in, and we are doing it. We're doing it. So, where did we meet? Lenny University. It was 2007, right? Yes. No, 15 years ago. And Haley came on her recruiting visit. Uh, she was also a middle hitter. I was for volleyball, and... Yeah, I was a senior. She was a freshman. She came in. We became best friends literally the first week she was there and haven't separated since. Well, not friendship-wise. Geographically, but. I just wanted to be your twin because Sydney is a twin, guys. I think it's so cool. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. And I was like, let me fill in to be Jeff, your twin. (laughs) But, no, I think that us being friends, you were a few years older and we were in the same position Competition could have easily set in and been like, oh, I got to beat her out because obviously you've got to have a backup for positions for injuries and stuff like that. But it worked out. We were friends. We played really well together. And yeah. Well, in a, in a big community of people all over the world, we found out we lived an hour and a half away from each other. I was like, holy cow. Mm-hmm. So then she graduated and we just We've put the work in the last 15 years, and we have a lot of ups and downs, a lot of mm-hmm. experience that we have gathered to share with y'all. And uh, yeah, and that's how we came up with our four ships. You want to? Yeah, so we have four. Let's start with friendship, because that is why we're here today. Yeah. So whenever we were developing the blow your skirt up concept or mindset, we we thought the four things that really encompass that mindset of being elevated is we started with friendship because we, like she said, we have put in the work, we adore each other, we respect each other. And sometimes whenever you're friends with someone for 15 years, as you know, those people kind of fall by the wayside because they become like your sister and you don't respect them as much and you kind of take advantage. And I think you've said that before, like you hurt the people that are closest to you. And we didn't allow that to take us over over time. So are you holding everything else in your life up to the same standard as these friendships that we have that is so special and we'll loop in all the other ships. But at that moment, whenever we were discussing that, we were both in situations where she had just broken up with someone. I had to, I was devastated and 
I d- we just wanted, we were basically stating that the next people that we're with, we need, if we can feel this great and respect each other oh, as yeah. friends, why can we not have that in a relationship where you are in love with this person? And we wanted that to be the absolute standard, the bar that needs to be hit. Do you think our friendship is so intimidating that we almost are too picky? <sighs> Probably, but... I'm not giving that any energy. Okay. No settling here. So that kind of goes into the second ship, which we will talk about heavily and give you all the juicy details. But relationships. Hmm. Your face right now. I can't. Uh, So this is is a tough one to sometimes tackle because you... Every relationship is a learning experience. And it is so easy to maybe go the vindictive route and point fingers. But every single person that I have come in contact with, they have, that sounds bad, like (laughs) come in contact. They're not diseases. I don't think people. (laughs) Okay. Again, (laughs) we aren't again. Or are they? (laughs) they, some, Some definitely were toxic cancers for sure, but I still learned a lesson Mm -hmm. and now could I've learned that lesson a lot quicker I think boundaries right now, you have helped me tremendously get those boundaries. So talking about it. Being about it. Do it. Flexing the boundaries. That was both one of our biggest um, feats of this year was establishing boundaries and then holding strong. Because you can establish boundaries all you want, but if you're not holding strong, that's something in my past I have not. Once I flexed on the boundaries, I didn't hold them like in a chokehold. Um, <laughs> but both of us have been choking, choking people out with our boundaries this year. And that has been exceptional. It was big for us for relationships. Do we want to go into ownership or leadership next? Let's do ownership because I think in relationships, so they all tie together, Teflon Titty Committee. <laughs> but when we were talking about ownership, someone was like, do you mean actually owning people? I was like, no, no. Taking accountability for things that maybe you need to work on. But that's also a double-edged sword because sometimes you you and I both do this. Mm-hmm. We own it too much. Like so far, what did you say? It's like so far in that, what did you say the other day? Mm, I turned so far inward that I'm coming up my own ass or yeah. I'm up my own ass. But yeah, ownership can be dangerous. Sorry, I'm going to say it, especially as a female, because sometimes we are a little bit more, uh, I don't want to say maternal, but you you care so much about someone. So I, in my past, and you have too, we've ended up owning someone else's burden. burden and issues and demons because we want them to get better. We want them to be a better man for us. And I, so I, I think that is a fine line between owning your shit. Okay, I'm coming into it. I don't have an ex-husband or kids, but I'm coming in with some emotional baggage and I just want you to be aware of it. And I don't want you to have to own it too. That's why I'm letting you know. And I can't wait till we pull in some guest speakers that are mothers because Sid mm-hmm. and I are cat moms. So <laughs> hey, Denzi and Jeremy. But we don't know what that's like. We Not to say that we have not filled our life with other things and, and I would love to be a mother one day, but... That's a whole different dynamic and how that ownership in a, their relationship or whatever situa- situation they're in will be interesting to uh, apply. So, uh, so another facet of that that I was thinking about the other day for ownership is 
Do you know yourself so much that if someone tries to accuse you or if there's an opinion or whether it be professionally or personally, do you know yourself and do you own who you are as a person so much that those bullshit opinions or people can't infiltrate who you are? So you know exactly what you can own and what you don't have to. And that also ties into the Teflon Titty Committee because you can only own so much without completely abandoning who you are as a person. But uh, I could talk forever on that, but I digress for now. But are you owning what you can and are you so sure with who you are? And I say that because it's taken me a long time to figure mm-hmm. out who I am at the at the freaking core and what I can own as a responsible human being and what I can say you know what, that's not on me. That's on that other person. And that's their burden to bear. And I'm not even going to worry about that. And I'm not going to take that on. When I look to men at that, I'm not going to lie, they are so great at doing that. They are. I do agree. And I need to let it go. Mm -hmm. Instead of, like a lot of people, I've done this myself. I've really tried not to, but getting on Instagram and just scrolling. Like Mm -hmm. when I wake up, sometimes that's the first thing I do. Mm -hmm. What am I I doing? We all do. Comparison is the thief of joy. It is. So let's cut that out. But rambling on that leadership (laughs) my favorite topic i could talk about this to no end Mm -hmm. literally got a master's degree in leadership specifically female leadership so i'm very very passionate about this topic but we can we're going to incorporate this in a couple of different facets because obviously Haley is the CEO of her company. I am not the CEO of the company that I work for. So there's You're a the lot CEO of people. Of life, I am the CEO of my life. This is this is true. But there's a lot of people in between me and the CEO of the company that I work for. So there's a lot of decisions that have been made and that will be, will be made that I have no flex on. So even the decisions that are not within my control, how am I leading my ship to stay on the straight and narrow, to not be emotionally impacted by these decisions that are out of my control. And as we know, sometimes business decisions are made and there's a lot of things happening behind the curtain that we know nothing of. So yeah, sorry, I'm really taking the stage on no, this one. No, your passion when, on any of these, on anything that we talk about if, to uplift women mm-hmm. and bridge the gap to men and where we can learn from each other. Mm-hmm. That's why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Like we get passionate anytime we talk on the phone. It could be in an episode. I'm not kidding. But um, I had, I've had a lot of experiences with the leadership so much so that I recognize things and I, I left corporate America. And so mm-hmm. it's nice that you're in there. There's pros and cons to both and finding your formula. So one thing you will hear us talk about a lot is there's no formula. Um, there's actually a brand in one of my businesses that is no formula. There's no formula to life and how you do it because no one's in your skirt. I want to got to throw a skirt in there. Why not? Why not? But that's why we want to not judge things that are happening. We're going to talk about a bunch of shit that we've endured, give you give you those deets as without throwing anyone under the bus and all that jazz. And the thing with leadership is not everyone has to be a leader. So mm-hmm. I also wanted to expand upon that is it takes both leaders and followers. But if you know who you are at your core, there's been times in my life where I've had to be a follower. Mm-hmm. But I led my ship to think, okay, you're going to be a damn good follower until you are the leader. And so figure out who you are and what you're good at. And some people have no desire to be a leader. Right. And that's fine. I mean... 
there's so many quotes about too many cooks in the kitchen or whatever. Figure out where you are and where you stand, no matter what business or part of life you're in, to figure out which one you are and lead that ship. Are you being the captain of your ship? Mm Mm-hmm. Are you, Sid? I think so, for now. Yes. No, I know so. Continuous work in progress. It is a work in progress. WFPs. Yeah. No, we, so... As we continue other episodes, we're going to dive into all of those ships. And I'm wearing a cute, I wish I was wearing a cute pilot hat right now. I just see it right now. Maybe that's what will be for Halloween. Maybe. Which is coming up your favorite holiday queen. I know. I am a designer and so I do fall decor all the time and stuff, but I never go Halloween. We don't get requests and I have not, I don't even have time to do my house. Everyone's like, oh, I bet your place looks amazing. I'm like, um... My car's a shit show, and my house is not how I want it. But yours is. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. But Halloween, Sydney's like, got this. Got this. This year, beautiful. I really, yeah. I love a goth vibe, but this year, I really got into it because um, I work in agriculture, and harvest is obviously our busiest time. And this year, I don't have a harvest because I took another role that is not impacted by harvest. So I get to enjoy my Halloween decor for once. Yeah, but you still didn't give me any corn stalks. So she lives on a farm, yeah. and they always give me corn and corn stalks for my fall porch. And and yeah, they do. And I didn't get my corn stalks this year. Thanks, okay. Pam. Next year. <laughs> Next year. So now that we've covered all the ships that we're sailing, we are trying to be better pilots, captains, all of the different roles out there in uniform. But we're going to be raising the bar on future episodes to set the stage on hopefully preparing you to blow your skirt up and working on all the ships that you're sailing as well. And make sure you follow us on our social media platform on Instagram at blow your skirt up and be looking for future episodes on all streaming platforms. Cheers to you. Cheers. Blow your skirt up. Woo!